0: Ever tried to move something that is beyond your strength capabilities? Now, if you've ever tried that, some of you are probably smarter than I am, and you probably stopped and said, huh? I I better get some help with this, or I better figure something else out. But I'm not that bright. There is something inside of me that says I can move anything. I just gotta focus. So this past week, um, I, believe, I think it was Monday, and um, I, you know, it's my day off. I go outside and I work on the farm, and it just helps relieve so much stress. And on this particular day. Um, The sun was shining. You know, it's still cool out. I've I've got my overalls on, but the sun's shining and it's just a good day. The animals are around, you know, the dogs around and, and I'm all alone and the phone is, you know, I don't know, I can't hear it. And so I'm just, I'm enjoying things. And so I was rearranging some panels to make a place for the cows to be able to get in the barn. It wasn't a big project. I just had to pick up uh, what's called hog panels. And they're just, they're wired. They're not that. They're not that heavy. So I just had two of them. So I got one up and it's, it's going good. And when everything's go good, I, I start to get a little nervous because I'm like, hmm, you know, this is going too good. You know, there's, there's always something that happens. So I get the first one all set up and I go to move the second one and I'm undoing it and I go to grab it and pick it up. And again, it's just, it's wire and I can't move it. And I'm like, what, what, what's going on? I start looking a little closer Well, what had happened was, over time, dirt had gotten on top of the fence. And in case you don't know, the earth is frozen right now. And so this dirt was frozen, and so the fence is frozen. And I'm like, well, I can still move it. So, you know, I'm just pulling, I'm pulling. and, And then now I'm starting to get mad, and I'm moving at different places, and I'm pulling. And all of a sudden, I went from you know, just having a good day and, you know, just being a loving guy to I'm kicking things and I'm like mad and I just, I may have wanted to say a word I shouldn't say, you know, because anyways. And so that's just on me. And all of a sudden I go from being in a great place to not being in such a great place. Why? Because instead of stopping And instead of, you know, just trying to make something happen that I don't have the strength to do, I just keep going and going and going. Well, here's why I share that. Because even if you don't do that physically, many of us will do that in life emotionally. We pick up things We latch on to things that the Lord is not calling us to, but for whatever reason, we have it in our mind, this is the way it should be. You see, in my mind, I should have been able to go over and grab that fence and put it over here, and it didn't happen. So instead of adjusting things, I just get mad. That always helps things, right? Just get really mad, and that will, you know, things will get fixed. Well, it doesn't happen. Let me give you another example of, of something the Lord was showing me this week. So, this one is not physical. So I'm having a good day in the church office, okay? I'm, you know, going about, I'm doing my things, and I, I'm busting out emails. You know, you get these emails and you gotta knock them all out, and I'm just about to the end, and this one happened to be a letter from the school, you know, something about the kids, okay, whatever. So I'm, I'm reading through it, and as I'm reading through it, it says something about if you identify as a male, wear this, this, and this. And if you identify as a female, wear this, this, and this. Now, I know that this stuff is going out in the culture, but this just came from my school. And all of a sudden, I went from being in a good place to like woof, like I'm ready to hurt somebody. I I mean, my mind is about ready to explode. I suddenly start imagining things. I start imagining some boy who now identifies as a girl walking into the bathroom where my daughter is. And then I imagine something bad happening. And then suddenly I'm picturing myself helping this boy slash girl meet Jesus face to face (laughs) really soon. And all of a sudden, I just went from, you know, being in a good place, wanting to bless others to I'm out of my mind. Well, what happened right there? Well, suddenly I picked something up because it should not be this way and I'm going to move this and I'm going to make something happen. But the problem is I don't have the strength because Kirk Packer does not have the strength to change the world. He didn't have the strength to change the school. I don't have the strength to change. I don't have the strength to change me. There's only one who has that. I want to go to a scripture this morning that talks about this. And it's a familiar scripture to some of us. But I think there's something that the Lord wants to say to us in this, because this is a scripture that I've read many times, but there's something that I believe the Lord wants to say to us about this that will empower us to love other people, because that's what we've been talking about so far this year, is loving other people, and I want to love other people, but you know what? I find that I get in bad places and then I'm angry, and then instead of loving other people, I walk around like a time bomb just ready to hurt somebody, you know? I I mean, I walk around and I'm mad at this over here, and I see something that I don't like, and I immediately judge someone, and instead of looking to try and help someone, I'm just, I'm wanting to inflict harm emotionally or, or whatever it is. And I don't want to be that person. And I don't think that most of us want to be those people. So how do we become different? How do we become people? I mean, you know, it's one thing to say, oh, I want to love others, but how do we actually become people who can love others? How do we actually become those people on a day-to-day basis as we're going out and we're living that we're actually thinking about others and we're looking for ways that we can love them? Well, here's one of the big keys, and here's where I think the Lord wants to go with this. One of the ways we do that is we stop trying to pick up things that the Lord hasn't asked us to. We don't just look at things and say, well, that's not right. I'm going to... Whoa. Did the Lord tell you to go after that? Is, Is the Lord calling you to do something with this? Just because you see something that you don't like... I mean, if that's all it takes to frustrate me, guess what? I'm going to walk around every day mad. And you know what? Sometimes that's where I find myself. You know, I get up in the morning. I spend time with the Lord. I'm like, okay, I'm in a good place. And then what do I do? I walk outside, and I find something that's too heavy, and I latch on. And instead of saying, wait, oh, what, 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 what do I do here, Lord? I just, I just keep going at it. And the more I struggle, the matter I get. and then from that point on, where am I at? I'm in an angry place, and I went from wanting to love to wanting to hurt, right? So what do we do about that? Well, let's look at Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. again, it's a familiar verse for many of us. I want to start reading in verse 28. So Jesus says this. He says, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. So, so I just want you to stop there. Do you relate to that? Do you feel weary? Do you feel like you are carrying burdens that are just crushing you? Well, here's the the words that Jesus would say to you. Okay, come to me. Come to me. He's saying, I'm the one who can give you rest. How's he going to do that? Well, let's read on. Let's read on how he's going to give us this rest. He says, take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. So he comes back to that part where he says, I'm going to give you rest. How's he going to give you rest? Well, he says, take my yoke upon you. Okay, so what's that mean? Because maybe not all of us are familiar with that. Well, he was using that kind of language because the people he was speaking to then were familiar with that. So a yoke is just something that you would place on an animal, all right in order to carry a load but here's the thing about a yoke usually a yoke had more than one slot so god would put a yoke on or a person would put a yoke on and they would match two animals up four animals up six a- i mean whatever it was so instead of one animal just ugh, trying to pull a load that they just they couldn't pull and they just go, don't go very far and they just collapse because that's how some of us feel, right? You, this, is, you're, this is how you're going through life. You're like... And you're just... You're ready to collapse. Here's what Jesus is saying. He's saying, okay, stop, get up, come to me, and I'm going to put a yoke on you. Now who's He going to match you up with? Well, the first one that He's going to match you up with is Holy Spirit. He's going to yoke you with Holy Spirit. Now, here's the beauty about being yoked with Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit has way more strength than you have. Like, way more. Like, when you get yoked with Holy Spirit, suddenly you're not just pulling loads twice your size. I mean, you can pull loads that you have no business even touching. It's kind of like this. I mean, think about this. Some of you have young kids, right? And sometimes your young kid wants to be helpful, right? Helpful. And so maybe they see you carrying a big table. They're like, hey, I can help with that. And so what do you do? Well, you don't move to the end of the table and let them pick up the other end. You go to the center of the table, right? And it's actually more work for you, but you know, you're like, hey, you're doing good, you're doing good. Well, that's Holy Spirit. (laughs) That's what Holy Spirit does for us. Holy Spirit comes into the middle of the table and picks it up and says, come on in, you know, you're doing good, yeah. This is what the Lord offers us. Why wouldn't we take this? Why wouldn't we take the offer to be yoked with Holy Spirit and suddenly we have strength that we can do anything that God calls us to? Here's the reason that we don't. Because we like our freedom. Which is no freedom at all. We like our freedom. We're we're like the horse... (laughs) who's pulling a load too big for it to carry, laying on the ground, and we're like, oh, I like my freedom. Really? You like your freedom? How's your freedom working out for you? Jesus is saying, come here. Take my yoke. I'm going to yoke you with Holy Spirit, and you will suddenly have the strength to do anything I call you to. But that's the whole key. Anything He calls you to. Because whenever there's a yoke, there's also a driver. Well, guess who's the driver? Not you, not me. It's the Lord. And so that's the exchange I make. Instead of getting up and Kirk doing what Kirk wants to do, because I like the idea of that, but I never like the outcome of that. Because it always ends up with what Jesus just said. I always end up weary, all right, with heavy burdens. I mean, I want to do what I want to do until I walk it out. And then it's just miserable. If you are in that place of misery, God has something else to offer you. He wants to offer you a yoke connected with Holy Spirit. and, and, And the exchange is, He gets to drive. And He tells you, what you're going to carry and what you're not going to carry. So if you look at this over here and you're like, I don't like that. I want to go do something about that. And the Lord says, sorry, son, sorry, daughter. I'm not calling that you to that. I'm calling you to stay right here. Well, here's the beauty of that. Instead of going over and picking up a rock that you can't carry, you get to walk in freedom and you know, it's going to be okay because the Lord's in control. What, what am I going to do uh, about the letter that I received? Because in my heart, what I want to do, I'm, I'm pulling my kids out today. I'm not putting up with it, you know. And uh, and instead, what's the Lord want me to do? Well, I don't know. Right now, nothing. He, he just wants me to keep living. He just wants me to keep... Now, if He calls me to do something, I'll do it. But if I do... I'm gonna be yoked with Holy Spirit, and I'm only gonna do what the Lord calls me to do. You see, there are all kinds of things that we see in our life and that we wanna change and so on, and many times it's something that the Lord is not calling us to. We have good intentions and all that, and we wanna, you know, we even wanna do it to bless the Lord, but the Lord's saying, I'm not calling you to that. Well, but I don't like it, Lord. I don't like what's happening with so-and-so over here, so-and-so over there. and I don't like what's happening here. And and the Lord's saying, son, daughter, (laughs) you're not God. You are the created. He is the creator. And He's saying to you, take my yoke upon you. And what's the exchange? We find rest for our souls. You can't buy that. You can't buy rest for your soul. You can't make rest for your soul happen. Because here's the beauty of it. We all need work. We we actually crave work. Nobody wants, I mean, sometimes when we're working and we're stressed out, we think, I just want to lay around. I just want to take a permanent vacation. No, you don't. You would be miserable. We find joy when we're doing things. That's how we're created. And so the rest that God offers us is still doing things because that's how you're created. But it's only doing the things that He calls us to and it's doing the things that He empowers us to do because we're yoked with Holy Spirit. Now, here's the other thing. Not only does He yoke us with Holy Spirit, but as I mentioned, sometimes a person would hook up more than two animals. They would hook up four animals. So sometimes... The Lord wants to yoke you with other people. That's why we're here right now. We're we're here to worship together, but we're also here to serve together. Because God wants to not just give you something that you, again, you can't carry. He wants to connect you with other people. But here's the thing. We can't do that when we're always, you know, I'm going to do what I want to do. I mean, right now, we, we, uh, our leadership was reading through a book called Unity, uh, written by Francis Chan, just using scripture, okay? God desires us to be unified. But when you look at those who call themselves Christians and followers of Jesus, there's like more movements and denominations than you can count. Like, it's like unbelievable. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's just mind-blowing. Why? Because we all want to be different. (laughs) We, we, We all just want to go our own way. I mean, we will divide over something that is nothing. I mean, just nothing at all. And that's the enemy working. How do we overcome that? Well, we overcome that by taking on the yoke of Jesus, okay? And we only go the way that he calls us to go. And we get yoked with Holy Spirit. And we also get yoked with other believers, and suddenly the, the, you know, work, when you have enough people, it's a joy, is it not? I mean, when you have enough people and you're just having to do your part and not having to do more than your part, it's enjoyable because that's how we're created. That's what Jesus is inviting us into. Last verse says this, For my yoke is easy to bear. And the burden I give you is light. Are you a follower of Jesus? If so, is this true for you? Is the yoke that you feel easy to bear and is the burden that you're carrying light? If the answer to that is no, then you're not really yoked with Jesus. You're saying, I'm following him, but you're actually going your own direction. You see what I'm saying? And this is how you know. Is it easy? And is your burden light? Does that mean you're not going to have challenges? No. I mean, uh, Trevor was praying about spiritual warfare earlier. That's real. Absolutely. But even in the midst of that, hear this. You can have rest for your soul. You can be going through hard times and have joy. How? When you are yoked with Holy Spirit. I want to read one other verse that talks about the opposite of this. It's in Psalm 127, verse 2. It says this, It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat, For God gives rest to his loved ones. Here's what that's saying. Because here's what we do. We think, well, I I wasn't able to get that accomplished, so I'm going to work harder. I'm going to get up earlier, and I'm going to stay up later. And I'm going to go and go and go. And God is saying, you're doing all that, and you're not going to be able to feed your soul. You are not going to be able to feed your soul. And God is saying, if you would just stop and take on my yoke, you would find the food that you need that you're actually working for, and you would find rest for your soul. God is inviting us to rest. Why is this important? Because when you are in a place of rest, you know what? You are able to love other people. You desire to love other people. You want to lead other people into that rest. When you are stressed out and weary and and carrying heavy burdens, I don't care that you're like, well, I really want to love people. You're not going to. You're you're going to be cranky. You're going to be short-tempered. You're going to be thinking about yourself. Why? Because you're so worn out. You're barely surviving. You cannot at that point be used as a vessel to really love other people. We cannot say we're going to love other people and not take the yoke of Jesus on. Which means we only pick up the things that God calls us to. And we don't go around picking up other things just because, well, that's not right. That shouldn't be that way. I'm going to do something about that. Or I don't like my life this way. I'm going to make it change. Well, if the Lord is not calling it, it's not going to happen So embrace the yoke. Embrace the yoke. Trust the Lord. Because at that point, here's what's going to happen. Even though you're working, you're going to find rest in your soul, and you're going to be able to love other people as you go through your day. You're going to be able to love other people the way that you want to. Because you have rest in your soul. And you're going to encounter people all day long that don't. And so you're going to be able to point them to the rest. But if you don't have the rest, can you point them to the rest? No. But you know what you can do? You can judge them. Well, you need to get your act together. I mean, why are they so annoying? Because you're barely holding it together. So you don't have time for any of their business and baggage that they got carrying around, right? So you're judging them. And they feel it. And then they get mad. And then they judge you. And then they judge And then it's just this... uh, but when we're in a place of walking in rest, and when someone comes in with their baggage, we're able to say, you know, I know how that feels. I, w- I want to share with you how I got rid of some of that baggage, and I'm able to walk in a place of rest. I know I'm speaking figuratively, because we're all in different places, and, and